KBZE. Booze League Radio is on the air. Booze League Radio. Wiley Withers. The Commish. Stephen Orth. Otter. This is the Boozecast. Broadcasting live from Brendan's Irish Pub. May we get what we want. May we get what we need. The way we never get what we deserve. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining us. Uh, this is the Boozecast. We are here at Brendan's Irish Pub in Camarillo. Um, also, uh, make sure if you to check anything that you might have missed in the last few weeks, look us up on boozeleague.com. Also, check us out on iTunes and iHeartRadio. And let's uh, dig in. Let's dig in. <laughs> uh, so, Otter, okay. today on the show, we're, we have all things Irish since we are here in a legit Irish pub. Uh, we got some news from you. We're doing some whiskey tasting. We're going to talk about the origins of the Irish pub. We're doing six rounds today since it's the last time in 2017 we'll be doing a booze cast. So we got six rounds. We got whiskey. We'll probably have a cocktail in there somewhere. There might be more whiskey. If we can find one, right? If we can find one, absolutely. <laughs> um, so let's uh, go ahead and get this going with our beer of the day. And to help us out with the beer of the day, we have Mikey, who works here at Brendan's. Mikey, how are you, sir? I'm doing very good. Thank you. Very good. Well, we already have our beer of the day here in front of us. Already half done. The beer of the day. Which is Guinness. So, Mikey, let's talk a little bit about a uh, pint of the black stuff we have here. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the number one Irish seller. Uh, it's made in St. James' Gate in Dublin, obviously. Um, flavor-wise, there's, not, there's no one in the world, I don't think, that has not had a Guinness at some time in your life. Um, here at the pub at Brendan's at Camarillo, we make our own gas. It's a 75-25 ratio, so it's 75 nitrogen gas, 25 CO2. Um, is that normal? Do most pubs do that, no, or is that kind of not, a... Not, not even close. I wish they did, but they don't. Uh, <laughs> it's how it is in Ireland, so it's how it is here. To be honest, all um, oh, the pubs in Ireland, like all the pubs, very much so. Yeah, oh, wow. in Ireland, you'll walk out with, a, with a, you get a shy pint, you know. So yeah, you don't want a shy pint. There's no, no shy pints at Brendan's. Not good, not very good. Uh, so, but a lot of goes into it. It has to be poured right, it has to be stored right. Uh, obviously, the gas ratio they talked about is a big component, obviously as well. Um, you know, it's our number one seller, and it probably always will be. You know, it's 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 a, it's a symbol of Ireland. At the end of the day, you know, as it should be. Well, let's get into drinking this. We'll go over some more stuff. Yeah, sounds good. Round one. <laughs> Yeah. I think I'll have a beer. Say my name. So I have some, uh, we did an article on Booze League about some facts about Guinness. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to throw these out to you and you tell oh, me no. how close we are to being correct. <laughs> okay. So is it true that Arthur Guinness signed a 9,000 year lease? Yes, 100%. Okay. All right, so uh, let me correct about one. <laughs> Nailed it. Uh, um, Number one businessman in the world right there. Yeah, that's, that's, it was a hell that of a deal. Ge- that was genius. Hell of a deal. Um, so another question for you then. Arthur's Day happened that's right. for a few years, and then it was canceled because it was too successful. Yes, well, successful is one word for it, yeah. It's, Guinness <laughs> are an absolute masters when it comes to marketing and stuff like that. They they convince the world Guinness is healthy for you, which is it's quite good for you, but it's not healthy for you. No beer in the world is healthy for you, but you know it's high in iron, which is unlike many other beers. So you know the Irish drank it for a long, long time, you know, because of the the quality of it, obviously. But it had its own um, marketing kind of team behind it. So at the Guinness company, they invented their own day, like after Guinness Day. Like the, who, who does that? 
You know what I mean? It's so, pretty amazing. I read a stat somewhere that uh, year over year, there was a 19% increase in alcohol-related ambulance calls from one Ar- Arthur's Day to the next Arthur's Day to the next Arthur's Day as it got Sound- more and more successful. Sounds about right, yeah. That they eventually had to call it off. Yeah, we remember, <laughs> remember seven years ago, when we opened the pub here seven years ago, we, our actor, actor day was like a big thing. We, had, we rang the bell. Uh, I don't know what time it was exactly, but one minute to six. I think it was at 17, 59. Mm-hmm. So one minute to six, uh, we rang the bell and not to Arthur, if you will, you know. And uh, I think seven years later, it's gone now. I don't need to do it anymore. But what happened was the Irish took it to the next level, as we always do. And, you know, <laughs> Temple Bar in Dublin, an area in Dublin called Temple Bar area. And we just went crazy. And we started breaking glasses and we did our thing. And Guinness said no more. <laughs> you know. Well, they, they've switched over now. They have a music festival or something uh, like a, a around the world. Or th- I don't know if they still yeah. do it, but they switched. I, it over I, don't, to, I don't know for sure. A little more family friendly. I guess. Yeah, I exactly. Know. They're not going to let go of something like that, like some marketing right. thing like that. But the fact they said no to after Guinness Day was a huge thing, you know. So okay, I got another fact for you. Hit me. Guinness is. Um, I read this that uh, in okay. the 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 British healthcare system, pregnant women get a stipend for Guinness. That's. Was that what was it again? In the in the British healthcare system, pregnant they, women get a stipend to buy Guinness while they're pregnant. Yeah, because it's good because it's good for your blood. But they, they don't do it anymore. But it's high it's, it's high in iron. That's awesome. So, yeah, <laughs> they used to do a thing years get and years me ago. Pregnant. <laughs> they do they used to do a thing years ago where they if you donated a pint of blood, you got a pint of beer kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But again, they stopped that really fast as well. But yeah, oh, so I thought that, that was they're my marketing geniuses. I thought that was still going. Oh yeah, it's so, true. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Let's bring in uh, since you're sitting right here. Let's bring in Catherine. Hi, welcome in. How are you? Hi, thank you. <laughs> you can answer some questions about Guinness as well as if you like. I don't know the answers. Fair enough. Mikey's um, the pro on the I Guinness. I don't know. We'll see. I got one more for you. Hit me. Guinness has less calories than orange juice. 100 true, and, and milk as well. Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. So really, I see no reason not to to be drinking yeah. Guinness. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. All right. So that was. Uh, thanks for coming in, Mikey. Um, well, obviously, you for we're going to keep you on for the whole thing, and that was all about our round one. Awesome. Um, so we're going to talk a little bit about slang now. Mm-hmm. I think Otter, are you? I think we're quizzing you, right? No, I don't. I don't think we were quizzing <laughs> me. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that was the plan. All right. Well, we're going to go with. Uh, are you going to get on this as well, Catherine? Or I don't know. Mikey can take the first hit for the slang. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, let's go. Let's go over to Mikey now. Let's uh, throw out some. Um, let's let's do a slang term. Let's uh, use it in a sentence, you know, like give him some context. Okay. And let's see what he can... To otter? Yeah, to otter. Oh my. Okay. Well, this is, no, this is, this is a horrible idea. I That's already idea. don't know it. We should quiz them to see if they know their own slang. I know. Right? Actually, I was reading it last night a little bit. And I was like, wait a minute, I don't use that slang. But, but again, Ireland's in, like, it's in four parts, north, south, east, and west. You know, Ulster, Connacht, you know, uh, Munster, and Leinster, where I'm from. Uh, you know, so every every area has their own kind of slang, if you will. You know what I mean? Their okay. own little personality. So some of these slangs, not all of them, but like it's about out of about forty of them, five of them aren't from my area. So well, I want to make sure that people listening at home, uh, after listening to this, can walk away knowing some Irish slang. I hope so. You know, some conversational Gaelic, a little yes. bit more about the whole Irish culture. I hope they so. use it in their life. That's more importantly. Yeah. I, I hope so. As Own well. it, guys. I, I'd love to hear more <laughs> Irish slang walking down the street. So <laughs> let's do that. So let's hear. I feel about my kids. My kids use slang in school, and they're like. You know, their parents, their, their teachers are like, no, that's not, that's not real word. I'm like, yes, it is. It is in my house. You, know? <laughs> you just don't know what it means, Steve. Exactly, Sorry. yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, well, let's see what Otter knows here, shall we? All right, I guess take this thing away from me then. All right, little cheat sheets. Don't want you cheating. All right. All right, this, this one is uh, this one's used kind of in County Cork, or as you say in America, Cork County, uh, a lot. It's a cute whore. And uh, I'll put it in a <laughs> sentence for you. Um, I always knew he was a cute whore. 
uh, pretty Sounds. little hooker. No, <laughs> you see, that's the problem. It's not. <laughs> it's not always what it says. It's not, yeah. you know, that makes sense. It's not always what it says in the box. You know what I mean? It's. That was the one I was trying to Google, but Google wasn't working. Yeah, Google's not on your side right now. Not, not at all. So, not what is that, Mikey? Uh, acute whore is, um, you know, someone who's like untrustworthy or, um, like a politician. Like or a politician, right? kind of. Yeah, no? I shouldn't say that. Yeah, there's two things you never in the bar: politics and religion. So I try to stay away from as best I can. Well, you know, Why we're in the middle of an Irish pub right now? You say that though, but don't you have on tap uh, a beer called whore? Yeah. Or oh, sorry, whore. No, uh, Gawi Hooker. Gal- well, the Galway Hooker, hooker and there, there's but that's no- named after a ship, so we we, we can get past that. <laughs> I swore there was a whore on tap. Yeah, uh, we have we, we have a, we have a car cord, a hef, hefemizen, yeah, oh, a, so a house beer, yeah. There's a hef that's a whore. It's a basically on paper, yeah, but it's not a bad word like it is in America. It's kind right. of a it's a kind of a spelled differently too. Yeah. So, yes, it's H O O R. Yeah. Well, that's what's amazing about your taps too. You got hookers and whores on tap. I know, right? And so the Americans come in there and giggle. They're like, hey, they love it. Yeah. Oh my god, it's they like, love it. Yeah. <laughs> Can I get one more hooker and they would just smile in their face? I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> now, and they're looking for an IPA. That's all they're looking for. But. Right, right. All right. So let's give them another one here. Okay. Um, I'm trying to want to. I'm trying to want to help you a little bit, so it's something you can get. You know. Yeah, no, don't help him. Just give him some. Do you know what feck? Do you know what feck is? F e c k. Feck. <laughs> I do. That's uh, really easy. If you don't know that, you're in. Here. You'll never get that. <laughs> oh, perfect. <laughs> I doubt I'll ever get any on that list. All right. Do you know what feck is, though? Uh, no. Feck off. Um, it's a polite way of the F word. That's what it is. We use it in Ireland a lot. So, so that one actually does kind of sound like yeah, it's what close it is. to it. Okay. Yeah, you still didn't get it though. So don't uh, yeah, no, I didn't. <laughs> well, I was I gonna guess w- that, and I was like, oh, there's no way that's correct. Yeah, the wheels were turning. He just didn't want to put exactly. that one out there. <laughs> this is one here. Ron wants to say here. It says scratcher. He's always into scratcher. Oh, it's there not are so, uh, not so lot, lottery tickets that you scratch off. Like, see, Dan, you see, you're, you're seeing the word and you're just saying it. You know what I mean? I know. I don't, I don't <laughs> know. It's, it's it's a slang for bed. Bed? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, in the scratcher. Yeah. The bed's called the scratcher. Yeah. Is there yeah. a story behind after, that? After after six beers and some whiskey, I'll be in the scratcher all day tomorrow. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's uh, let's ask him to the commission. Let's see if he can get sure, it. Sure. Let's do it. Let's see oh, it, perfect. I really hope you'd say that. Actually, <laughs> perfect. Um, do you know what banjaxed is? Um, banjaxed. Uh, exhausted. Yeah, I'll give you that one a little bit. Yeah, broken. Usually, more times than not, it's broken. Something's banjaxed, but. You get a half point. Okay. Half a star. Okay. So you, you can do. be banjacks at the end of the day. Right. After some time with a cute, cute whore and a scratcher. Yes, I'll take that all day. <laughs> Here's one. I say this on a lot in my house, unfortunately, a lot. Um, eat the head of them. Ever, anyone, ever heard that before? Um, I'll eat the head off them. I'll eat the head off them when they come home tonight. Is it, is it probably uh, you get mad at somebody? Yes. Well done. That's the first one. You literally did. Uh, that was really good, actually. I didn't even get it. Well, it's kind of like losing your mind or whatever, you know? That, that kind of easy. Oh, it's easy, huh? I'm going to go for my favorite one, the one I'm called, Colchi. Colchi? Oh. Mm-hmm. Shame. I'm, I'm, I'm a Colchi. You're a Colchi, too. Yeah. A Colchi. Um, is it the what we would normally use for a, a whore? No. No. Oh, okay, well then. Colchi means uh, attitude. No. Um, <laughs> I'm kind of like, yeah. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> a, little bit, a little bit of attitude. I, I don't know. What, what is a Colchi? Just a person from the country. Yeah, from oh, the Midlands of Ireland. Wow. Yeah. I really overthought that yeah. one. Oh, we're wow. also called boggers, which is, I, I don't like that one at all. Boggers. Boggers? Yeah, that one I like. Yeah, of course you do. <laughs> <laughs> it's because I'm really from the bog. Are you? Yeah. I didn't know that. So you're a bogger? I am a bogger. Oh. Very a good. Bogger too. Yeah. 
All right, Shame. so we're going to return to this slang here in a little bit, but uh, for now, we're going over to Otter with the news. Spanning the globe to bring you all the news that's fit to booze, too. This is the Booze Line News with KBZ's intrepid pub reporter, Stephen the Otter Hall. Booze League Radio. Um, so yeah, so a little bit of news here. This one, this one kind of had me laughing a little bit. It's uh, the man from Traverse City, Michigan, who came home and noticed something was off, and he figured someone broke into his house. Do you know what he noticed that was off in his house? What time of the day was it? Uh, it was it was late. Like he was just coming home. Like no. like evening. It wasn't his Not house. Like super late. No, so it was. But he lives alone, and he noticed the toilet seat was down, and he's like, "Well, that's weird. I I always I usually leave it up." So he calls the police, and the police come and search, and turns out they find some 26-year-old guy passed out in his garage because he took a bunch of, like, prescription medication that he found in the house. So he gets up in the middle of the night and is like, wait a minute, I never put this like, suit down. this isn't right. I always, I always leave it up. <laughs> and so, so from that, for just from the toilet seat, he yeah. actually took the initiative to call, to call the, the cops. Yep. I feel that I wouldn't. Yeah. Would you guys? I wouldn't take no. that. that that's, that's a little aggressive, yeah. right there. I would assume it was me. Yeah, right? <laughs> I feel like oh, yeah, I must right. have forgot. Maybe I did it for once, or I don't know. Wow. Or like something might have bumped it, and it just fell down on its own. So, um, so then they the the cops show up, and they found a guy in the garage, passed out. Yeah. On like on meds or something. Yeah, like on some pres- prescription medication that he found in the house. <laughs> So did he? He just called the cops and said, "Hey, officer, my toilet seat is up." Is that like is that how it went? He's, I, I, I mean, I, I didn't listen to the actual call, but I, from what, what I understand, what he just kind of called the police and was like, "Hey, I think someone broke into my house." And oh. we'll, be, we'll be there in five minutes, sir. I, I would be, I would be interested to know if he actually said like his reasoning, like, "Yeah, my toilet seat was down. I think someone broke in." <laughs> but I feel that's exactly what happened. That's what I think. I, also, who also breaks that's into how my house? Sir, so I, I believe there's an intruder in my house. Oh, uh, why do you think that my toilet seat was down? Yeah. Oh dear God! <laughs> we'll have someone there in minutes. We'll send the whole the whole team. They're all coming. In Irish terms, then the bog was banjaxed. Yeah, the bog was the really banjaxed. I guess go. if you say it that way, the cops will be like, "Oh my gosh, yeah, that sounds horrible. Let's go." <laughs> we'll be there yesterday. I just got up from my scratcher in the middle of the night, and my bog was banjaxed. Yeah. <laughs> I don't oh, know man. what that's all about. <laughs> that's all right. Well, we'll have this down by the end of the show. It'll be good. Yeah. So, uh, is there anything more on that, or is uh, that did well, the guy yeah, get so, arrested? I assume. So the man and the intruder did not know each other, and the only thing the the only other thing it said was uh, the charges will be pursued. Okay. Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, maybe he's got to like sue him for a new toilet seat or something. Because <laughs> okay. he banjacks that one. <laughs> 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 That's your new favorite word, isn't it, Banjax? I'm slowly getting a few, a few See? new favorites. It's a cute word. I, I feel like a lot of the, the good Irish words are cute ones, like Banjaxed. Yeah. And cold cheese. Yeah. Love me cold cheese. Cold, is it cold cheese? Col- cold cheese. Cold cheese. Okay. Yeah, the U is very strong. Oh, like, cold like, cheese. Almost like culture, but... but yes, that's why. Culture. Yes. Right, middle, middle country. Nature. But with more cheese. Yeah. With fields. Like cold cheese. Gotcha, okay. Cold cheese. Gotcha. Cold cheese. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, so that was Otter with the News. Um, so we're going to move on now to uh, Ronan. We're going to bring you in now because we're going to talk a little bit about some uh, some whiskey. Actually, let's talk more about uh, the Irish pub and then we'll move on to the whiskey next. Is that good for you? Yeah, yeah, no problem. Oh, Whatever way you want to go. So this is uh, Ronan. Uh, you are the uh, director of operations. Is that right for uh, Brendan's? Yeah, head bog cleaner. The head bog <laughs> well, hey, it's, it falls to you if it goes wrong, right? You're the guy you yeah, got to yeah, roll up it. your sleeves and... 
and get into there. But um, when we first started planning this podcast, you talked a lot to me about what, what it makes an Irish pub an Irish pub, where it came from, how it got to where it is now. Um, so tell us a little bit about that. Because it was, it was, look, I'm a big, I spent a lot of time in Irish pubs, and I knew none of what you told me. It was amazing to hear. All right. So, yeah, we talk a little bit about the history of the Irish pub and kind of how it formed and evolved to where it is today. You know, like a, the, the word pub comes from public house, right? So, and then where that really kind of came from before there was a pub, like, you know, in rural areas, us culties, you know, we'd be out, you know, farming, you know, bringing in the turf from the bog, whatever it was, right? And then uh, at the end of the evening, you know, everybody would sit around the house and they'd drink some whiskey or somebody be telling stories. And, and uh, the main person in, in some of the areas was called the Shanachie. And the Shanachie was like the local historian or storyteller. And it was a big deal for people to invite him over to the house. They'd sit down. He'd kind of tell the stories, tell everybody what's going on. The drink Puccine. We'll get into that in a few minutes. And uh, that's kind of the, the origins of uh, the Irish pub. And then from there, it kind of grew, you know, it became a public house. People kind of built it, and, that, and that, that was the start of it. Did people bring their own booze when they came to, to listen to this guy? Like, is it no. Like a BYOB? Or? No, BYOB. No, there was Puccine and Porter. Porter. And everyone drank it. <laughs> so was that, so like if I was going to have that at my house, I'd already have the Puccine and Porter. Absolutely. Oh, I don't know. So it's kind of yeah. a communal thing. It's like, all yeah. right. Um, Puccine, Porter, everyone to get buckled telling stories. So it was like, okay, well, hey, you know, next Tuesday we're coming to your house. You got the Puccine and Porter ready? They're like, we got you, fam. And, you're, and you know. And you're <laughs> that was it. It went around house to house. And, okay. uh, yeah, the Shanachie was, was, was the, main, the main point person. So mm. he got to go to everyone's house. So that, then, so that was the origin of, of the pub. That was the origin of the pub. In Ireland. So let's talk, talk a little bit about the evolution from there. So then it became All right, so a centralized... Then, so what would happen, kind of the next step then would be, uh, again, kind of we're staying in Colcheville. You know, they'd be out in the farms, they'd be working. Um, the next piece was you go to the, the, the small village or town and there'd be a shop. It would be, be kind of, I suppose, like over here, be the, it would have a little bit of everything, right? Um, you'd be able to get feed for the animals. You'd be able to get, you know, feed for the humans. You'd get nails, whatever the hell you wanted, right? And then somebody came up with the great idea of putting a pub in the back of it. Pure genius, genius, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Do we have that man's name? <laughs> Let's shake Arthur. his hand. Arthur was his name. Arthur. <laughs> Probably so, right? But that's what happened. So that was the next piece where so the shop became the pub. And so you kind of you'd go in, you'd be able to get everything. And then at the end of it, you'd kind of slip into the back and you'd have a pint. Or two. Maybe. So uh, you still have the guys going around (laughs) telling stories at that point or not? The, well, the storyteller was still there. The storyteller is still there to this day, um, but it's, he's kind of he's kind of evolved into you know more of a historian than a storyteller, and and they'd keep kind of the the verbal uh, history of the area or the region. Okay, that's cool. <laughs> right, is there anything else we need to know about pubs, or because I mean, let's well, you know, let's talk a little bit about Brendan's pubs. Because I know um, you're talking a lot about how this place you're really trying to get that tradition. And yeah, well, what are some of the ways? So, that so one, does yeah, that? so one of the things about what a pub is in Ireland, it's 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 all about the local and being part of the community. And and you know one one of the big differences you would see uh, what a pub in Ireland is versus maybe a tavern over here. It, it, it's it's a gathering place, and families would go 
and sit around and catch up and talk and you know the adults would have a few pints the kids would have a few non-alcoholic beverages everybody would run around but it was it was the focal point of the community and and that's something here at brendan's that we try to you know recreate uh for you know the for everybody but also like the expats and anybody else that's in the area perfect well and i think we just had a round of beer show up so uh solange everybody <laughs> round two good hell another it's a trap. Cool. Point the plane is your only man. <laughs> Slamming him tonight. That's you the talk. man I like. <laughs> Give me two. <laughs> Give me two. All right, so this is uh, Rhonda Murphy's Stout now. So uh, let's talk to Mikey real quick about Murphy's. Are, are you Snapchatting? No, 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 Lord, no. Instagramming? <laughs> I think Mikey it's just an old-fashioned picture. Mikey is the king of social media. He's all over <laughs> My pint looks really nice. I want to have a photograph of it. It's not a shite pint. I wanted a photograph. I wanted a photograph with it. <laughs> you know your pint's good when you want a photograph with the pint. You know I think they call so. it a pinty. A pinty? I think so. No, in your world, not in my world. My no. <laughs> and where I come from, it's called a, a scoop. A hen, scoop? Yeah, heading for a scoop. A scoop. Yeah. So um, well, let's talk a little bit. Do you know uh, Murphy Stout? That's I do. What I yeah, yeah. Now, so. Yeah. Well, so there always was. There always was in Ireland. There was always like in Ireland nowadays. There's there's just craft breweries left and right. Don't get me wrong, but you know, up until about 15, 15 years ago, there was always two stouts. There was Guinness, St James Gate in Dublin, and you had Murphy's in County Cork, now in the, the south south of Ireland. And uh, you know, there was all, they were always trying to break into that you know St James Gate market, that Guinness market, and you know they couldn't quite break into it. It doesn't mean it's less of a point. It's still a fantastic, fantastic stout. Um, it's just, I, 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 we have it, we've had it here now for about a, about a year now on tap, and it's really cool, like watching people like kind of taste both next to each other, mm-hmm. and because they look very very similar, and they look very, thank you, they look very very similar, so they do, but they do taste a little bit different. I always find Murphy's to be a little bit sweeter, personally myself, a little more coffee in it too, a little bit, uh, and a, a funny a funny story with 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 stout in general is if you go to Cork and you know we're in the, in the southwest of Ireland. And because uh, in Ireland, you more back then you would order, you know, a Guinness. You wouldn't call it. I wouldn't say you wouldn't call it a Guinness, but you would call it a pint of plain or a pint of the good stuff or a pint of the black stuff or whatever your local would would, would recognize it as. But if you go to Cork and you would go like, you know, throw me in a pint of stout there, they would say home or away. Now, home was Murphy's and away was Dublin. You know what I mean? So I had that experience many years ago at uh, a partner Quig in Cork, and I said, "Can I pint of stout when you get a chance, please?" And he goes, "Home or away?" And I was kind of taken back. I'm like, uh, I didn't want to upset him. He's a big boy, you know. So I'm like, uh, home, please. So I had a part. That was my first pint of Murphy's right there. So. It's a good answer. <laughs> yes, it was, it was. It was my safe answer. <laughs> so, uh, it was my safe one. Yeah. So, yeah. So it's a it's a second Irish style that we have on tap here. Um, just as good as Guinness. Some people actually that I've known here for a long time have drank Guinness for a long time now drink Murphy's. You know what I mean? So it's it's uh, it's almost more chocolatey, and I a little I, bit. Yeah, I, I hate to say it, more chocolatey or sweeter. That French farm, right? But what's the, is ABV wise? Are we talking like the same as uh, Guinness? Guinness is very low. I think they're both very similar. They'd be the same, yeah. Apple and apple on that one, yeah. That's what most people do. The don't. only difference is a cute car core. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I want to make sure when you're out there now in Guinness World, wherever you listen to this podcast, it's like when you do drink the Guinness or the Murphys, make sure you have a white mustache. It's very important, your first pint. 
you, you want to make sure that when you do have that pint that you, you jump right into it. Don't, you know, don't, it's easy for everybody it. on the left side of the table. For those of us over here that don't have any, uh, me and Catherine. That's it. We have yeah. to <laughs> it's a little bit harder. I know. Well, if you're out there and you have a, have a stash, make sure you jump into That's the That's what she table. said. There we go. There we go. I got. All right. There we go. Yeah, but it's a it's a fantastic beer. Hundred percent. No, actually, and I kind of resisted Murphy's for a while because I'm I'm a Guinness. Like I'm all about Guinness, and I resisted Murphy's. I'm like, "Uh, but it's not Guinness, right? I mean, so uh, yeah. And I think it was actually at your Newberry Park location. They actually said, "Hey, no, you got to try this." Yeah, it's worth trying for hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. No, this is this is actually very good. Yeah, I I call it my out of all my beers that we have here. I, I call it the most curious pint. It's the most, most curious pint of all of my pints that I have on tap. It is curious. I you know don't. I, mean? I still people, don't know what people, to make people, of it. people know Ireland as the Guinness product. You know what I mean? It's the harp. It's the, you know, the Arthur Guinness story and so forth. You know what I mean? But you got to give Murph- Murphy's their dues. You know what I mean? They stuck around and they, they fought pretty hard. and They're still there. We still have them on tap here. So they they brew probably in County Cork. They brew in Cork. It was brewed in Wales for a while, but it's mainly Cork. Yeah, yeah, for a while, for two years, three years, M- Magora or something like that. Magora in Wales, yeah, for a little bit, huh. but it's it's a it's a Cork, it's a Cork local beer. Yeah. So, when, so that's the, the, home, the home aspect. That is 100% Cork, yeah. <laughs> and actually, no, we don't, I don't know if we're talking about whiskey later on and stuff like that, but like Cork's doing some good stuff when it comes to whiskeys and yeah, beer. Yeah, yeah. Like, is, is Cork like Ireland's Colorado? Like, you know what I mean? Like, where everything is happening right now with beer what, and whiskey. So, where in, in Ireland, if you're picturing the island, where is Cork? Southwest. It's the, so biggest, it's, the south. it's the biggest county in Ireland. It's the southwest of Ireland, yeah. Because you, you and Ronan are more from the south, right? I'm Midlands. Midlands? Well, Midland, okay, Midlands, so you're in the yeah. middle, and you're northern, right, Catherine? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. So yeah, yeah. So I'm in the good area in the Midlands, though. So if you look, if you look at the, a map of Ireland, Cork is down at the very southern tip. Okay. And, and then uh, the Midlands, where Mikey and I are from, I've been almost more center. You could throw a dart, hit it in the middle of the the, the island of Ireland, and mm. that's basically where we're from. Is that Galway? No, Galway be more west. I'm, I'm, just throwing, I'm just throwing the ones I remember out. That's all. <laughs> Typical. Cork, uh, Kilkenny, Galway. Yeah, have, you ever, right? have you ever heard Ireland being called a teddy bear? You ever hear that before in your past? No. No, they, they always say, the Americans always call the Ireland is a teddy bear. You know, if you look at Ireland as a, as a map, it's a teddy bear. There it is, yeah. So the head... And the, and, and the arms and legs. You know, God damn it. Now I'm not going to be able uh, I can't unsee it's that. Ha- it's hard to unsee it, right? It's it. Yeah, so basically Cork is the toes of Ireland, yeah. Okay. And I, 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 I want to get this on tape. Ireland, uh, leash is the heart. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't know what that is. <laughs> right, so, right. so is the bottom of the teddy bear then? Or does they get a little uh, bit of crap? Uh, what is that? It would be Waterford, would it? Wexford would be the arse. Yeah, probably Wexford. Sorry if anybody up there in Wexford land, but... Wexford's yeah. the arse? <laughs> it's the arsehole, yeah. Otter, do you know what an arse is? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad you said yes to that one. Right. <laughs> so, okay. Um, all right, so um, we'll move on to the next round here in a second, but uh, we're going back to over to Otter for uh, some more news. You ready there, buddy? I think, I think so. I got a short one for you. <laughs> this is said. the Booze Line News with KBZE's intrepid pub reporter, Stephen the Otter Off. You got a lot of notes there, buddy. No, it's just because I keep flipping the same piece of paper over again. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out which one to do next. The same it's story. Looking, <laughs> it's looking pretty official, though. It, well, sometimes if I turn it upside down, too, then the story is completely different. <laughs> it almost gets better as it goes. You know you have a curious pint? This is our curious otter. Is that what it is? Yeah. Um, no, so let's talk no, about uh, the uh, Buffalo Bayou Brewing Company in Houston okay. is offering free beer 
there's a catch though. You have to donate a thousand dollars, and you only get one free beer a day. I feel like that works out more in their favor than anyone else's. Yeah, because who goes out and has one beer? Right. So you stop and get one beer at the end of the day. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. I, I feel like. Well, okay. Well, what what are the other details of the story? Then we'll make All some right, jokes. So basically, uh, the brewery they want they want to get investors to open up a new tap room. And their tap room, it's pretty, it's pretty cool sounding. There's like two bars in it. There's like a big private like event suite. There's like a VIP area. There's like a rooftop bar. Um, and basically, if you donate a thousand dollars, you get, um, you get a, like a, a dollar beers on your birthday. You get free beer, like one free beer a day. And then you also get like I don't know, probably like a T-shirt or something. And I don't know. For me, I feel like it would be better to get seven free beers a week as opposed to like one free one a day. That, that way that's where to get to, you. Yeah, that, yeah. that way you could just go in like one day and be like, yeah, I'll have all seven of mine today. As my, opposed to like, oh, yeah, I'll come in for one. Yeah, give me another and pay for it and stuff. Because my first instinct is, okay, how long to recoup that $1,000, right? Yeah. Well, it's now like, you add in the other part. You show up and you get that one beer. Mm-hmm. You're going to have another two or three. So now how long is it going to re- take to recoup that $1,000? You'll, you'll never recoup it. Yeah, so it's Ever. like you'll never get out of it yeah. for life, basically. Uh-huh. So. Yeah, then they also have some other things. Oh, you also get a plaque with your name on the wall, too, which... Woo! Oh, oh. oh you buried the lead. <laughs> I'm sold now. Yeah. <laughs> Sign me up. But if you donate 25, $2,500, uh, $2, you get two free bombers, like 22-ounce bottles of beer per month, in addition to everything you get for the 1000 For $2,500. Yeah, you also get two free bombers, and you have to drink them. On premise, you can't take them home. Like I, I'm, I'm still more of a fan of like what Fig does with 150 dollars for the year. You get the mug and, and everything. You get the mug club and everything. I, um, I'm still more of a fan of that approach. And then, and then you get into if you donate or if you invest. I guess they call it investments. If you invest five thousand dollars, you get an exclusive Buff Brew, which is what the Buffalo Bayou Brewing Company is known as out there. Uh, you get an exclusive beer dinner. If you donate five thousand dollars, you get all of the above plus a beer dinner. Are you enticed yet? No. Okay. Well, okay. So if you invest $10,000, oh, I got the, I you get to be couch. a brewmaster for a day, and you basically just get to hang out with the brewer all day, learn learn things, and after you get a 20-person party. I love the idea. I love the idea. I'm just not. Are you enticed yet? I am not enticed. Okay. Well, oh, I, think, I think here, yeah, here's wait, where I think I'm going to get you. If you invest $25,000, you get to brew your own beer. One barrel, though. And you get to invite 20 people to enjoy it with you. I might have been enticed for two barrels. Seriously, or at least one and a half. But yeah, so that's that's that. All right, so... Um, so basically, they're just trying to get everyone's money and offering them one free beer a day. So if somebody does want to be enticed by that, where would they go to sign up for that? Uh, probably their website, which we'll post on the website later. <laughs> you don't have that written down, do you? I don't. <laughs> Uh, well, actually, yeah. Is this the brewery's name is Buff Brewery? Is that it's Buff Brew? Uh, the, that's like for short Buffalo Buffalo okay. Bayou Brewing right. Company. I don't even want to be called Buff Brewing. <laughs> it's, yeah. not it's not pretty good, especially if the guy is not really. Well, I hear they make really strong beers, though. So, yeah, it makes you strong. Yeah, literally, like like after Guinness, like no, it's good for you, right? <laughs> yeah, this is good for you. Um, okay, well, that was uh, that was Otter with the news, <laughs> and that's the way the news goes. 
So I think we're uh, we're getting set up now. Um, we're not yet on to round three, but we're getting ready to do a whiskey tasting, and Ronan is out there. Yeah, I can smell it in the air. Oh, it's it's coming. It it's sounds Mikey, glorious. Mikey. I can feel it coming in the air tonight. Is that how it goes? Hey, there's no going back from that one. Sorry, I don't man. know if that's how it goes. <laughs> Dude, that was all you, man. That sounded way worse than I meant. <laughs> that's what she said. <laughs> way worse than what I meant. So, uh, Catherine, are you getting in on this whiskey tasting with us? No. I thought you were Irish. I am. It's 3 p.m. and I have to adult today. Oh, fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Quitter. Seriously. So, so why is well, it if not you're drinking, I'll drink. I'm doing it for you. I'll all do right. it for you. There you go. Dig in. Slancha. So on that note, while we're uh, while the whiskey's coming here showing up, one of the things I thought about ahead of this, um, like as after me and you talked, Ronan, what are some of the, because there, there are a lot of stereotypes in America about Irish. Mm-hmm. What are some of the ones that you're like, no, that's not true. Like, I mean, that's, that's ridiculous. You know, like, I mean, because obviously just because the, the popularity of St. Patrick's Day a lot of people have a certain idea of like, oh, well, if you're Irish, you do this, or everyone's Irish for a day, or whatever. What are some of the, the American views on Ireland that, are just, that you want to set straight? What have you got? I, Catherine, I feel like you've that. talked As about you this before. As you just said, that we're all alcoholics. Mm-hmm. That, and that's what made me think about it. I don't think that's true. <laughs> no, yeah. we, we, can like all, we can hold our drink. We can try, but... Cat <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, just got here, what, about six months ago? Four and a half. Four and a half, I apologize. Mm-hmm. Very uh, fresh four four and a half months ago from Ireland, so she's new to the culture. I remember like literally in four and a half when I was here four and a half months, like I was lost, like I didn't have a clue, <laughs> you know. So, what are but, some of the biggest things about America now that you're here that surprise you? It's a good question. That is a good question. Yeah, it is. That occasionally comes up on my Facebook feed, like you know, foreigners, like things about America yeah, that surprise yeah. them, and so I'm like, I'm always fascinated. By, like I will get into that. Like it's it's. It's interesting to hear another culture's view on on just things that we take for granted here. So I'm curious as what you might have seen that you're like, damn, America is, I don't know. Sorry, I put you on the spot. Yeah, that's a very on-the-spot question. Ronan you know, one of, one of the things that I found, you know, like coming from Ireland is such a small country. Mm. You know, there, there's, there's differences between the different areas, but they're not huge, you know. And you kind of, in our naivety, if you like, you know, you come to the States, you don't realize, A, how big the freaking place is, mm. and then B, how much there are in cultural differences from east to west, north to south. And that was kind of one of California the... is like its own country compared Absolutely, to somewhere yeah. in the south yeah. or, or what have you. And it's all great. It's all cool. Everybody's doing their own thing, but it's definitely really different. Definitely. Um, all right, so we do have whiskey here in front of us now. I think, Ronan, you're going to take us through some whiskey here, right? Absolutely. Um, like one, of the, just kind of one, one. You were asking me a little earlier on about you know Irish pub and you know mm-hmm. what you know things we try to do and not do and whatnot. And uh, if you don't mind, we'll get the whiskey in a second. But like we we'll finish off the beer thing because this is pretty freaking cool, right? Sure. So one, one of the things that we do here that nobody else does, man, as far as beer, right? When we were designing the pub, we designed the entire draft system around pints of Guinness, right? So what does that mean? Everything from... It means you're smart and awesome. Uh, it means we're geniuses, <laughs> man. But what it really means is like, you know, what's the perfect pint of Guinness or Murphy's, right? What is that perfect pint? What does it look like? What does it taste like? That's where we started. And then we went backwards and designed the system around that. So pints of Guinness are supposed to come to you 
the customer, the guest, between 38 to 41 degrees Fahrenheit. That means that we pour our pints of Guinness at about 37 degrees. By the time we do the, and then we know that because we're doing a two-part pour on it. We'll get to that now in a minute. And then, so by the time you get that pint in your hand, it's somewhere in that sweet spot. And that was everything we did to design it around it. The next couple of things that we kind of, we wanted to do was make sure that the pints, that the glassware is perfect, right? So unlike here in the States, we don't chill our glasses. It's room temperature. And we have, in every bar we have, we have our own glass washers behind the bar. So that glassware does not go anywhere else except the bar. So it doesn't get tainted by anything else, by food, So those by never hit the back of the house? They, so the never hit, they never hit the back of the house. They're always cleaned up front of the house. And it's always at room temperature. You guys are really setting a new bar for, for pubs out uh, here. I mean, this is cool. This is cool shit. And then... And then the next thing, right? Yeah. right? Mikey touched on it earlier on, is the gas mix. So the next piece that we actually blend our own gas in-house. So we have two specific blends that we blend in-house, uh, both nitrogen and CO2, but the Guinness blend or, or, or any nitrogenated beer is blended at 75-25. So that's 75% nitrogen, 25% CO2. For Guinness and Murphy's then? Guinness, Murphy's, and Kilkenny. Oh, right. Okay. And then the rest of the beers are blended on a 50-50 blend, so 50 CO2, 50 nitrogen. And here's the really cool piece. We make our own nitrogen in-house. We have a nitrogen generator, okay? So what we, how that works is we have an air compressor, makes air, air goes over a membrane, membrane extracts the nitrogen out of the air, That's we put it into said. a holding tank, and then that tank gets fed into our blender that blends our gas. That's wow. how good we That's are, amazing. baby. That's really complex. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds very scientific. We won't get into it completely right now or anything, but <laughs> that's pretty cool, huh? That's awesome because yeah. you, you're giving Guinness the respect that it that it, you know, as an Irish pub. Oh yeah. You know, and it is Well, we're giving beer the respect, but yeah, Guinness being the the top of the pile. And I would guess that Guinness is your number one seller here. Was by that, far and away. By yeah. far and away, yeah. That makes sense. Wow. That's awesome. All right. Is, now yeah. we can move on to whiskey, if you want. Sure. And, and, and just so I'm clear, another fact, 119.5 seconds, is that the correct time to pour Guinness? Like pour yeah, pour, you or? know, yeah, give or take, man. You do it right, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's, that's, that's a bit of a... That's a bit of that Guinness marketing piece. They do a great job with it. But I, I think that's where it, I heard it. It, it does take, <laughs> it takes a couple of minutes, give or take. You know, you pour it the first. So there's a two-part pour to it, right? Part one, you fill it about three-quarters of the way up. You see that nice kind of cascading and going on. What actually is happening there is the beer is coming out with solution. So you got the CO2 and the nitrogen are separating and going back together again. And the whole reason for the two-part pour is, A, let the first piece go out, and then, uh, then let it settle completely black and white, and then top it off. And the whole piece with the second part of the pour is it tightens up the head on it and makes it really nice so you can create that nice mushroom head. So the time on it, you know, isn't the most important part. Wow. That's awesome. Okay, so now that we got that out of the way, uh, let's talk some whiskey. <laughs> We love whiskey too. I mean, all that talk, all that talk made me thirsty. So I guess we gotta, you know, move on to a little bit of whiskey here. So you wanted to catch him. What's the Irish word for whiskey? Do you know? No. Oh, ishkabaha. Ishkabaha. Do you know what? Do you know what the? Sorry, say that again. Ishkabaha. 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 Okay. Yes. So the direct translation of that 
is water of life. Nice. As, as it is. <laughs> so uh, we just had some whiskey show up here in front of us. Um, do we know what this is yet? Redbreast. <clears throat> this is Redbreast, yeah. It's a uh, Redbreast 12-year-old pot still whiskey. Mikey, you want to walk us through it, baby? So pot still whiskey is uniquely Irish. It's funny. Mikey's over here drinking just pointing at you. Now you're yeah. doing the talking <laughs> about it. He's like, no, nah, I'm good. You can so do I'm going to pass back to him in a minute. Yeah, his hands are full. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as soon as he's finished drinking it. Right. <laughs> So pot still whiskey. So let's talk about what this is and what we should be tasting, and and let's talk whiskey. All right, okay. So um, Redbreast, first of all, is has been it's uh, as Mikey was talking about earlier on. It's another one of those whiskeys that's coming out of cork. Uh, the whiskey that we're drinking specifically is a Redbreast twelve year old. So it's um, like I said, a pot still whiskey. Um, pot still is uniquely Irish, and and what makes it a pot still. Uh, it's two things, right? The obvious, it, it goes through a pot still, but um, it's, it's, it's the barley too. There's malted and unmalted barley in there. And that's the piece that's uniquely Irish. And the unmalted and malted mix gives it the kind of the flavors that makes it distinctive from everybody else as well. Otter, are you a whiskey boy? Like whiskey? A little bit, yeah, here and there. A little bit? I drink, I drink beer for the most part. But yeah, I'm like, the opposite. I'm, like I'm more of a whiskey boy than a beer boy, but I drink anything. All right. so, so, we, so we match well. Yeah. So <laughs> the yin to my yang. <laughs> Is that what you're trying to tell me right yeah. now, Otter? We're, we're yin and okay. yang. I'm married with three kids, bro. <laughs> I'm hearing I'm here a little, little chemistry over here. You notice this? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Halloween over here. Spiral works left and right. <laughs> You know, so no, you know, Roland hit the nail on the head, and he talked about the pot still, and you know where it comes from and whatnot. And Redbreast is probably our biggest seller uh, when it comes to Irish whiskeys. Oh, there um, it is. Well, you know, I know arrived. Jameson's up there, definitely. Obviously, Bushmills is, mass- is massive as well, but because Jamo, I think, is the one that most people associate. Yeah, with. again, it's you know brand marketing, right? At the end of the day, uh, Napoleg, I see it right in front of me. I want, yeah, I want a piece of that too. Are you know, uh, for, for <laughs> Sorry, I sounded bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Um, That's what she said. Yeah. <laughs> but um, for those you know, of you who, who are not here and can't see this, we just had like three bottles of whiskey show up. That's we're, our own whiskey, by the way. That's not just whiskey. It's our own whiskey. Oh, that's that's, Napo- that's Brendan's Napoleon whiskey. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get to we that. I'll cast. tell you what. It's it. So so far, our, our podcasting it's, it's table she. has probably twelve glasses full of varying amounts of beer and whiskey. So so far, successful. Not bad. Not bad. Not bad at all. Successful Sunday whiskey on a Sunday. Hello. <laughs> This is good red breast. I, I didn't yeah, really 12, have yeah. until, I don't know, like a few months ago, maybe. Yeah. I think, no, I, I've been here seven years, you know, part of the construction crew and so forth, but watching people have their first red breast is insane. Like, they, they get it because the price matches it, matches it you know what I mean? It's, it, to be honest, it's better than the price. But, um, you know, we have 12 year, 12 year cask. Cask is, is high alcohol content, mm. 15 year and 21 year. Um, but to be honest, the twelve year is so good in its own, you know, and the price is matched. I think we like twelve bucks, something like that. It's absolutely what, insanely good. I'm sorry, did you say twelve dollars for Red Breast Twelve? I think twelve, yeah. That's a dollar a year. Yeah, they're under one way, one way of looking at it. Yeah, <laughs> they're selling themselves. Yeah, it's a fantastic, fantastic whiskey. You know, I'm, you know, we have hundred, I think, hundred and ninety-eight whiskeys here. I think all together, a lot of whiskeys. Biggest selection without without failing. I, I know, right? More. Um, you know, but everybody has different taste buds. Thank you. Wait, everybody wait, has wait. different taste buds. Everybody has their own little Quick thing. Quick question: you, know? mm-hmm. you couldn't do two hundred. 
You had to do 198. I know, right? You yeah. couldn't get to 200. Well, we, what happens is we, we get rid of three or four, and we bring in three or four, right, and we right. get rid of five or six, and bring in three. So, you know, because the market's constantly changing. People, palettes are constantly changing, and, you know, so as do we, you know. So, you know, we've got rid of about 15 whiskeys about a month ago, and we brought in 12 new ones. So, you know, we're, we're, we're give or take about 198. So well, give or take about 200. Definitely the biggest selection for Ventura County. Just for numbers. <laughs> just, just for numbers. Just a virus whiskey for sure. A nice, good, even number. Yeah. So when you, uh, so you got rid of some and you brought in more, what, what are you seeing in, in the new, in the whiskeys? What are the ones coming in that you're like, oh, wow, uh, we got to bring these ones in? I mean, you got, that's a pretty significant amount to get rid of. So, so pow- you didn't have powers before? Yeah, well, Powers is, Powers is always around, you know, but we brought, in, we brought in two brand new exclusive ones, Powers Signature and Powers John, John Lane, I think it's called, or uh, John Lane. Oh, that's this one right here. All oh, right, that's the one we talked about, the John Lane. Oh, okay. Um, you know, t- two, two fantastic whiskeys that oh, we sell a lot of. the John Lane. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's, I think we have about, I, if you tell me, Roland, uh, 40 Irish whiskeys, maybe 45. We have a shitlord. There you go. <laughs> I didn't want to That's say it, but yeah, thank you. I don't feel yeah. so bad you now. You know what? You're telling it like it is. No, we have, we have a whole massive thing. of like Teeling, Napoig, Bushmills, Jameson, you name it. And then also like individual, like the, like the Polk's Irish whiskey. And, you know, there's a lot of like it's small, like the, the, all, all the tier connells and stuff like that. So we have a huge Irish whiskey selection. Absolutely massive, you know, and mm. proudly sell them. So I do. Well, this is uh, Red Breast. I'm in. Is Redbreast twelve? We're well, right now. It's Redbreast twelve year. Um, anybody out there that wants to get into the whiskey world, like this, to be honest, this is the spot to do it. Uh, the staff here will walk you through it. To be honest, they'll sell you the right whiskey at the right price and uh, and have the right experience. So, how you want to do with, with a good Irish whiskey or a good whiskey in general is you want to have ice and water on the side. Everybody's everybody's palate is different. Everybody eats different. Everybody. Some people smoke. Some people don't. Some people different age groups and so forth. So what you want to do is, if you, if you like your whiskey neat, drink it neat. Enjoy it neat. That, that's your palate. Uh, if you find that there's something in the background, be it pear, apple, burnt caramel, banana, whatever it is that you find, that your palate is finding, add water, brings it out. Makes it, makes it dance a little bit. Well, then, this is, this is good to know because a lot of people are like, oh, no, you have to do it this way. Yeah. You have to do it this way. You have to get the, uh, the giant balls. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on. That's what she said. <laughs> too. I feel like um, I sit up there. <laughs> um, but everyone's like, okay, well, you know, it has to be done this way. Then other people are like, no, no, you just need like a sliver no, I just pour a little water in. Like, everybody's what? different. Okay, so there's no like standard There is way. no standard. Look, I, I, I drink whiskey a lot. Um, I like everything from bourbons to Irish to you name it. Japanese sometimes, Yamazakis, you know, Haikushu, you name it. I like a lot of, a lot of different whiskeys. I, I might have two ice cubes with Yamazaki and water with my red breast. It, depends on the whiskey. The whiskey dictates how it needs to be altered from my palate. Mix and match. From my palate, yeah. Oh, in the daytime, yeah. How I feel, what I'm eating, you know what I mean? You name it, yeah. So, uh, For me, personally. But that's a, that's a, that's a, I don't say don't do it my way. Like, do it your way, you know? And it's, no, that's I mean, the that's, beauty of that's, whiskey. That's part of what blows our minds is that everyone's like, oh, no, there is a way to do it. 100%, yeah. But there's not. It's however you want. Yes, exactly, yeah. How you want to do it, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, so like there are certain ways that are like, like three or four cubes. I get, like the, 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 the rule of thumb is water opens it up and ice locks it in. You know what I mean? So if you find that, you know, if you like it as it is, you like just ice cube it, locks that in. It doesn't open anything up. Yeah, huh, but huh. obviously ice turns to water, right? So you're so, kind of like, oh, no. So drink fast? Always drink fast. <laughs> Always drink fast. <laughs> An eight-minute curfew. I have one of those, uh, the, the press at home, like the, the ball press. Oh, yeah. That thing, that thing is <laughs> You're getting used to that ball press. It's really, really cool. Yeah. Yeah, Give me two. 
So it, is it the big Japanese one with the metal? Thing? Oh yeah, it's uh, that's two hundred bucks. You know what? An ex-girlfriend got that for me and never told me how much yeah, it cost. We'll do. So you know, you know, I, I, the is mystery. it the one where you put the ice and it just melts it naturally into yeah, a ball? Put, you put like the shaft of ice. Oh my! Yeah. <laughs> no, she was she was very nice. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> I've always wanted one of those. But um, hint, hint, Santa. So you put in like the the shaft of ice. <laughs> that's what she said. You are unreal. <laughs> I can't help it. And it, it crushes it together into yeah, like yeah. a perfect sphere. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, and it's I've so seen it before. They're fantastic, expensive. My, my my only complaint is that the Jameson glasses that came with my bottle of Jameson. Oh no, it's too small. It, it you're like, dunk, and it, does, it doesn't go all the way down. Oh, so beautiful. Like, you have to kind of like, oh, it's terrible. It's That's terrible. Beautiful. But I always felt like a like you know like oh I'm a whiskey connoisseur because look at me, I got a. Uh, I got like you know this perfect ball. Uh-huh. Like, oh, I'm, a, I'm a true whiskey drink. Turns of course, out not, yeah. Turns out not so much. No, you tried, right? <laughs> yeah, I tried. Hey, you if, tried. If you got the ball press, and you're halfway there. <laughs> I got. I need a booze league. You tried stickers. I think they're coming. We do. We do. Coming, we need a, coming you, to a store near you. <laughs> we need a you tried like trophy that we could send out. That just has a guy going. Eh. Yeah. Like, like the shrugging yeah. thumb up. Eh. <laughs> All right, so we're almost down with this, uh, the Red Breast 12. What are we moving on to next? Yeah, but, uh, yeah like, have, have a chat into it, please, yeah. No, I'd rather you know more about it than I do, to be honest. The whiskey connoisseurs are conferring over there in a secret meeting. Yeah. I'm excited to see what's saying. coming up next. I, d- I don't know. It's probably in Gaelic. Do that one next? Yeah. That's right. We need to open it. <laughs> we can't taste it if we, we can't pour table. it. Look. Yeah, we do need a bigger yeah, table. Only because we have so many glasses of booze on this table, yes. we need a bigger table. <laughs> Does that camera get my happy face right now? <laughs> it's an incredibly happy face. He gets to taste the Napogue. All right. So the next one we're trying is oh, a whiskey that. called uh, Napogue Castle. So it's a, it's a, it's kind of a niche, small brand that's out there and this one is actually pretty unique it's uh, it's the 12 year old but it's uh, it's brendan's cask so we had an opportunity to be able to buy our own barrel and uh we did and that's what you're going to be tasting and the difference the difference with this one and the regular napogue 12 year old is just how it's finished in the, in the barrels it's just a, a different barrel finish and it's uh, first time bourbon casks so it gives it a little different finish than the regular Napogue, 12 year old. What's funny is I got in a, uh, I think I texted you, Mikey. Mm-hmm. I got in a discussion with a man at a bar who said, discussion. Oh no, Powers is the best yeah. whiskey in Ireland. And I'm like, I don't know if it is. I was told Redbreast. He's like, No, 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 that or Napogue Castle. I mean, like, you know, he's, yeah. and I'm, so I texted Mikey. I'm like, You need to sell an argument. Oh, wait, no, I'm sorry. Round three is here. Round three. Boy, that escalated quickly. Well, cheers, everybody. What do we got here next? We got uh, Smith Wicks. <laughs> get out of here. Oh Just get out. That's You're not hurts. welcome here. So we're going to get on back to Napoke Castle in a second, though. Though, Mikey, you want to talk about Smittix? 
Smittix. Sorry, Smittix. Oh, here it is. His nectar of the god right here. Say it again. What's it really called? Kind of Smidwigs, uh, Smidix. <laughs> no W, my friends. Can, can you know what? If, if, again, you know what? If, if Guinness should really like just take W out, like just as a marketing employee for a year, just to have it. You know what I mean? Like, but then it would be Smith. Take the I out, you know. Well, this guy at the bar is not happy with you for double syllable and Smidix. He says you need to be kicked out. Smithwigs. I agree. Is that bothering you? Hey, we got Cliff in the house. Having a breakdown. So one of the things, one of the the things about the Irish that is true Mm. is we can't pronounce th. So there's no th (laughs) in Ireland. Even though there's a th, there's no th. So like, so like, especially if you're from the the Midlands. Yeah. So the big things that grow out, you know, in the forests, they're called trees, right? And then the number one, two, three, same thing. <laughs> so the boggers can't say that's right. us. Uh, all of us here at the table. Right, all right. I can pronounce my tea here. You too. just called yourself a bogger earlier on. Yeah, but I'm not from the Midlands. Yeah, but you're still a bogger. Ooh. I know, but I can pronounce my tea Three. No, no, continue. Because she has to think about no. it. That, mi- that might have just been. The the I do have That might have just been the four and a half months that she's been out here, though. That's that's where it takes a while. Yeah. So being anyway, able to sorry. say three. You might have picked it up in, four, in the I last four so. and a half I months. I think that's the only Americanism I picked up. Yeah, that's one of the yeah. things. Like, oh, you know the thing about America, she says? I learned how to say TH finally. Yeah. <laughs> about right? I can do this now. You, you can go home now. <laughs> You're welcome. Slash so, USA. So, and also, you know what? Like, on that note, though, I think the people that walk up and actually order a Smithwicks. Oh, stop saying that. Well, no, no, no. This <laughs> it actually, really hurts. It's like nails on a board for me right now. This actually has a point. Like, people that come up and do that, you, yeah, you kind of know where they're at in terms of beer drinking. It happens in Ireland. You know, they got the yellow jackets and the big cameras. And like, I'm like, I'm at a Smithwicks. I'm like, oh, okay, yes, sir. <laughs> Are you talking about Americans? Yeah, that's Americans yeah. in the southwest of Ireland. They're Clarny and all that kind Let of stuff. Let me guess, they have a giant cowboy hat as well. They have, like, a yellow jacket, red hat, blue shoes, you know, like. No way, dude. It's a. Try not to stand out in the middle of a bar. I'm like, okay. It's got to be a jacket look with, with that a big one. old American flag on it, right? A hot one? A big old American flag on it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, eagle in the back. <laughs> and we stitch eagle in the back. I came out here to try some whiskey and some of that Smith whiskey. <laughs> some of that fantastic Smithers you got. It's our number two seller, 100%. And it's actually it's my favorite beer that we have it's on top. It's a great beer. It is fantastic beer. It's, it is without fail the best beer we have on top, in my mind. What is that mix? Uh, is it Blacksmith? That's uh, Guinness? Oh, yeah, and, we do. And we do yeah, we call it here a Blacksmith, which is Smithers and Guinness on top. Uh, you know, it's, it's kind of hard because in, in, uh, you know, in this country, a lot of people think that uh, ba- Bass and Guinness would be a, a proper black and tan, but it's not. It's yeah. A proper black and tan is Smittix and Guinness, 100%. It's oh, a red really? ale in the bottom. And Did not know that. I've also heard that, oh, a proper one is... Um it's a marketing uh, thing. Harp and, and Guinness. Which, but yeah. Guinness and Harp, they're the same company. It's a half and half, right? Yeah, and so as, a, as a Smittix, but they're often the same brand. They're often the same company. They're often the same brewery. And we'll get into that, the brewery part of it in a minute because we've got Kilkenny coming next. Probably my second favorite beer probably on top but um, you know it, it, it's a marketing thing like it, one company will tell you it's meant to be Smidix and the other company will tell you it's meant to be you know Bass it, it's hard to say you know but um, you know this is without fail number two seller in the, in the pub draft wise uh, to me number one beer in the pub and I actually I, I'm horrendous because I, I'm stuck to my own ways but I always put I don't always but I talk to my guests a lot and we do what's called a pint of special uh, a pint of special is a little nitro head 
there's a small three or, three or four dashes of nitrogen, nitrogen gas on top, which comes from either Guinness, ideally Guinness, but doesn't matter if it's either tap, Murphy's or Guinness. And all it does, it's literally 99.9% Smittix with a small Guinness head, I call it. You're, it you're is, blowing my mind right you're now. Welcome. So, you're it, welcome. It, this is it happens. Leading, this is leading me down to... <laughs> it happens, my friend. You're welcome. Because I've seen, um, I've seen uh, like a number of lists are like, okay, these are all the... Co- like on the internet, these are all the combinations of Guinness yeah. that you, you know, all the names. So take us down that a little bit of that list, though, because we have... All right, so we have a blacksmith. Half and half is Harp and Guinness or Bass and Guinness? Half and half and Guinness, yeah. Half. We, use, we use Harp and Guinness, yeah. So what are some of the other... Like if they came to Brendan's and they wanted snake to be all bites fancy... And and that's cider and Guinness, right? Cider and Guinness, correct, yeah. Okay. Um, and it's no snake, snake bite, I apologize. Snake bite is a cider and lager, so har- harp, harp and magners we, call, we use for snake bite. But in Ireland, we use, we, we put, I, I, I know for a fact I drank snake bites in college or in school, you know what I mean, if you will, a lot, a lot. <laughs> a lot, a lot, a lot. Uh, so we usually put blackcurrant or like lime in it, if you will. Um, it's very hard to find blackcurrant juice over here. Like so. lime juice? Blackcurrant juice, ideally, but yeah. It's also illegal in some certain. So you so you do so you do the uh, the Guinness and the cider and then you put in. Lime okay, I apologize. It's it's cider and lager. Just cider so and harp lime juice. And, harp and cider. Harp and magners. Oh wow. For a snake bite, and ideally, if you can get a little bit of gla- blackcurrant juice, you're off to the races. That's amazing. <laughs> no, you don't go back. There literally is. You call your wife and say, "I'll see you on Sunday," and it's like Monday. So, so what other what else can they get? This is like what's what's the one that's the velvet one? Like a velvet. Um, well, black. Just, that's a hard one. It's a, there's two of them. Really. I almost said velvet merkin, but that's you have the black velvet, obviously, and then you have a poor man's black velvet. A poor man's black velvet is okay. Let's let's start with the four. The, the, the black velvet is champagne and Guinness. It's that's champagne the, on a base. The poor man's. Poor, no, that's a regular. Sh- that's a regular. That's black a regular one. Okay. Poor man's it's a regular just one. like sparkling wine. Because the poor man's is cider, right? Yeah. What? what a poor man is a, you know, cider is a poor man's champagne, right? So that's why they call it poor man's black velvet. Oh. And uh, so it's, champ- it's champagne on the base and Guinness on top. And that's a black velvet. Right. I, don't, I don't know the whole story behind it, but I know it was at a funeral. I think it was like Elizabeth II or something like that. The, the black velvet, where it came from and whatnot. Was it the racist too? Was it not? Some funeral or something in England. I know it was a funeral. Yeah, and, they and they're all drinking champagne. And they some could afford champagne, but the Irish couldn't. I don't know about that. Are you sure? No, I'm not sure. <laughs> I want to hear more about that. That's what I'm sure that I don't he doesn't know. know. Sorry, I heard it, but I don't remember it. That's a pretty good story. This is though. where we need the Shanaki. <laughs> we really do. This is a pub. Where's your Shanaki? <laughs> Right. On paper. <laughs> I'm, go- I'm going with me on this one, yeah. I'm putting my chips on me on this one. I think we should split at 50-50. Yeah. I, know it was a f- I, don't, I, don't know what, I don't know what king it was, but it was a, it was a, it was a British king and an English king that died or a queen that died, and they are all drinking champagne, and they had the black velvets, right? They had the whole mane over there, the funeral thing, and the, but- and, uh, no, the bachelor, the bartender, what they said, this is a funeral. We should be drinking black stuff, right? We should be drinking... No black drinks. So he went around and poured Guinness in all the champagnes. Hence, black velvet. When the velvet is the the is the the clothes they're wearing. Yeah. This is called black velvet. See, huh. you know, we just had to ask for a shanaki, and here he is. I know, right? <laughs> he was hiding it. You know. Where, where's my shillelagh? We're good to go. Let's dance. <laughs> I don't want to see your shillelagh. <laughs> God <Yeah>. damn it! <laughs> I've heard about that's your shillelagh. I mean, you know. <laughs> all right, so that that's is, is that? I haven't round? touched my spinach yet. I'm that's too, only I'm too round excited. Three. 